She's Ronda freaking Rousey. She's an Olympic medalist, a UFC champion. And this Sunday at WrestleMania, she's gonna make you tap out. Rhonda, just remember that you chose this path. This is all on you, okay? You are going to lose at WrestleMania. In the record books, your very first match in WWE is going to be a loss to me. And we all know, the world knows, how you handle losses. Uh. <laughs> How you do that dip, the reason. How you do that dip, New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that dip, Lafayette, Lake Charles. How you do that dip, Shreveport, Mississippi. How you do that dip, Alabama, Atlanta. How you do that dip, Florida, Arkansas. How you do that dip, the same. Who that? Yeah, they want to do that. Run off the wheel and get your ass with blue black. My nigga, my nerve, fresh off the curve. Jelly, giant, preserve. Nothing but balls in my words. And a Mossberg, Crystal Grill, pump on my lap at all. Young niggas still dying. Island block, huh? Nigga, what? Huh? Give a fuck, nigga, what? Full of that weed, planted like a poppy seed. I slanted and enchanted, happy nigga named Young Bleed Carly on. In the jungle where the murder men mumble for months and days, tripping off the drunk we play. What's going on, everybody? It is finally here. We are finally, we've reached the final, final stop in the road. Uh, to the road to WrestleMania. It is WrestleMania week, and this is the A-Show. This is Justin, of course, and I have my co-host, Meals here. Meals, are you strapped in? Are you ready? I am I am comfortable <laughs> because I know this is going to be a long haul, so I'm very comfortable. I'm, I'm in my chair. I've, I've got a nice, comfortable chair, something very ergonomic, so I won't have to, you know, I'm not going to be a slouch or anything very good for my back because I know this is going to be a long haul. We are going to run through not only just the card for WrestleMania, but everything that's happened WrestleMania weekend. And this is pretty much going to be like the all-inclusive sort of podcast where you can figure out, yo, is is this thing worth my nine ninety nine? Or it's pretty much free at this point, so you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're pretty much like, please, just just join. Just, we just want to see the number yeah, go up to two million. Pretty much, just join. And then, <clears throat> do, you, for, do you think that the do you think the the network number is going to go over two million this year? Like no. last year, it just barely um it hit like one point nine. Nah. Are you serious? This is a bigger card than last year, Mills. I'll bet money with you on this that it'll go over two million. This over year. two million? Yeah. All right. You're saying because of WrestleMania, or you're saying because of this year? Sometime this year, or just because of WrestleMania? No, the, this weekend they 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 revealed a number on on Monday. I didn't see that number. I can't make these bets and these claims without doing my research. You're trying to bamboozle me right here. You're trying to New York heist me over here. Wow, come on, bro! Like, I, I was just saying, I thought you, you meant like for the for the weekend. Like, I for sure, this is for sure the biggest mania card of all time. Last number I saw was one point like six. That must have been like a year ago or something. But um, it, but last but this weekend last year it hit like one point nine. Really? 
Yes. Oh, 1.95. There we there go. There you go. Did you did you think I'd be lying, bro? I don't think I'd be lying, but you know, I mean, yeah, why not? You know, <laughs> why wouldn't it hit over two million? <laughs> Meals extra cynical on this twenty-fourth episode of the A Show. Uh we I I do want to before we start this this recap or preview of all of the shows going on this week. Um, I want to say thanks to everyone who watched our Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns retrospective episode. It now is, you can finally say watch and actually mean it because yeah <laughs> oh my god i really said it again and watch <laughs> you Jesus listen Christ. to it you listen to us while watching rock lesnar kind of works roman reigns it kind of works i'll give you a pass this time thank you it kind of works uh oh my gosh did, did you see that Shawn michaels cut his hair no what happened wait a minute he cut his hair i gotta see this finally oh. cut his hair the the sexy boy is no more <laughs> Dude, I gotta see this shit. Hold on, I'm pulling. Look at it. Russell chat. Look at Russell chat. Look okay, at Russell chat. He cut his hair. Oh my god! Wait a minute for WrestleMania weekend. This guy is like a million years old. Oh my god! I gotta see him now. Now I'm so I'm excited. I'm excited for this weekend. Shawn Michaels with the baldy. He's not bald. He just got the he got the Mr. Nolan cut. <laughs> no, no, he looks a million times older. <laughs> Like literally a million, like a full it million. It is official. Bro. He is not coming back. <laughs> no, it ain't nothing sexy about this boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Shawn Michaels! That should be the. That should be the. Uh, that should be before Mania weekend, after Mania weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we really cutting this man's ass. I'm, this this guy is beloved, one of the best wrestlers of all time. But I will cut your ass. If your haircut makes you look, they literally cut the back, and I was just like, "Bro, <laughs> you have no idea how haircuts work in 2000." Oh my god! There's no Dude. way Triple H was like, "There's no way he went to Finn's guy or whoever cuts all the NXT guys." I'm pretty sure it's the same dude, Dominican, the Dominican that becomes Finn's hair. Yeah, bro, come on. There's no way he went. He would have got. <laughs> my god yo you know what this is a good way to start the podcast because i am crying in laughter <laughs> looking at this old dude <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> yo, his Let- hair, his hair. <laughs> wow it oh. looks like he went to go to, he went to go to them Domin- no he went to he looks like he went to, he went to uh, oh my god yo do something with the ball spot what is wrong with you <laughs> Do something. You got so much hair. Like, what are you doing? Oh, man, with the value cuts to get this shit done. Oh, man. He didn't even get an edge up with it. He just... man, it's like $30 for a cut. Where? <laughs> I'm oh, $8 man. max, man. That is not the showstopper, man. That is that is not the showstopper, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. You know what? Let's, let's let's get back to it. Uh, I, I, where are we at? So, yeah, thank everybody for listening to the show last week. It's, it's one of our most popular shows that we've ever done. Um, and, you know, it, I hope that we're able to do this again, uh, possibly by request in, in the next couple of, of weeks or months. But I, I really did enjoy the episode, uh, the Brock and Roman retrospective episode. And thanks to everyone who had such a great positive reaction to it. Um, and before we get into the Mania weekend proper, there are a lot of indie events going on. Of course, Wale Mania is going on tomorrow night. 
uh, at Club Republic in New Orleans. So make sure if you're in town, you go check that out. Wale will be re- performing. John Pollock and Wei Ting from Post Wrestling will be hosting the podcast panel. Mark Henry will be there. MVP will be there. Dave Meltzer will be there. There will be so many people there. And, you know, that is a show family over there. Of course, shout out to Wale. That will be going on. You also have all types of other events. And you also have ROH Super Card of Honor, which is a card that some of our friends have affectionately called mid-card of honor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I looked at the card. So I looked at the card. I looked at the card. It's gonna it looks like it's gonna be headlined by Cody versus Kenny Omega. Yes. Um there is a I saw a Silas Young. The last real man versus um, Jay Lee. Silas. 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 Sorry, Silas. 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 Oh my God! I definitely have watched him wrestle. Don't don't take that for me not being a, a fan. Um, him versus Jay Lethal in a last man standing match. Yeah, they've been feuding for. a Oh while. no, no, sorry, Kenny King. Whoa, I got my black eyes messed up. You know what? I'm just gonna let you handle this. Yeah, well, I mean, there there are obviously a bunch of different, and I'm not, we're not going to go through that card. Uh, but I, obviously, I wanted to just talk about Kenny versus Cody. I think that that is going to be uh, an, a, a pretty good match. And, I mean, I don't know. I shudder to say great. You never know, but it's going to be very storyline heavy. Uh, I personally think that uh, Cody will probably come out on top on that match. What, what and I, I mean, I'm not this? upset. About, this is on Saturday. It's going head to head with the sh- with the show that we're about to talk about in a couple of seconds, uh, which is NXT Takeover in New Orleans. But uh, it, it it seems to be that the WWE is is kind of like they're tugging, they're playing a tug of war with uh, Indies this weekend, where they actually have a tournament at WWE Access this weekend that is going on at the same time as a lot of these events, where you'll see people like Walter and Keith Lee from uh, WWN and a bunch of other independent uh, wrestlers that w- are going to be fighting for a chance to face the UK champion, the NXT North American champion, the day after <laughs> they win the belt, uh, the NXT women's champion and the uh, NXT, that's that UK already? And the Cruiserweight yeah. champion, the Cruiserweight champion, I believe, uh, at, at Access. So that that's going to be absolutely huge. They've monopolized everything wrestling they've like essentially created their own indie event and it's like oh go to this and forget yeah. everything else that's going on that weekend because even if you like independent wrestling we got that too like we got yeah. we got everything so you know what shout out to wwe for thinking out the box and thinking big on everything super super dope uh opportunity for a lot of independent guys there you have Uno facing walter and keith lee uh on friday and Saturday, I believe, uh, at the at these events, and I'm, I'm super I'm super excited, and I, I really think that access is going to start to be like that, uh, where you'll have you know independent guys coming in for a one shot or probably possibly a tryout, and I think that this is a huge opportunity for a lot of uh, people to get their names known, and it's uh, another way that WWE is kind of showing the indies like we we see you, we see yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, get, getting to the access, you get to see a lot of the stars that they're sort of grooming for NXT or grooming for the main roster pretty early. I remember Charlotte was on access. Bailey used to wrestle on access. We used to, we used to see all of them sort of on access. Um, Hideo Itami it suffered. A, I mean, Finn Balor suffered one of his first losses on an access, you know, tournament. Like it, it's crazy. So it's definitely something you don't want to miss. Right. Uh, and let, let's just go ahead and get right to it. Uh, we're going to be going over the card. 
if you watch SmackDown and Raw this week, just just a reminder, we're not going to be talking about those shows this week. Uh, literally nothing happened with any of them. So uh, we're going to go right <laughs> we're gonna right into the, the actual show. Let's start off with NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Uh, and this is a card that's been been it's been built. I, I would say since January, more than more than anything, it's been it's been built. You know, from the uh, Royal Rumble takeover, uh, from Royal Rumble weekend, and you have a bunch of moving parts. I, I think that the TV leading to NXT has been uh, it's been great, uh, not super stellar, but it's it's been great storytelling for a couple of the programs. Uh, I think stuff like the um, the women's title and the, the main title on the show. I, they haven't been built as strong as I wanted them to, but I don't think that that's a, a hindrance to that because they've built so many new, uh, new and up and coming people uh, to to the ranks for over the past couple months. I think with so much people on the card, I think this is probably one of the biggest NXT takeover cards ever. Like this is this has got to be. Um, with so many people on the card with just a one hour television show and trying to give everyone time, they're doing their best with it. I mean, we're seeing. We talked about this last week. We saw the sort of they go into the internet to continue the Gargano and Champa program. You know, there's there's a I, don't, I think just the North American title match just sells itself. I don't even think they need to do that. We've, saw, we've seen the Dusty Rhodes Classic lead up to Mania. It's pretty good. It's, it's They've been doing what they do. It's been, to me, it hasn't been like in-demand must-see. Yeah. But it's still solid television overall. Yeah, it, it, it's been, and again, NXT is a very simple and this isn't a bad thing. It's been very, you know, straightforward as far as storytelling. And you see that with all of the main programs here. But we're, we're going to run through and start off with the NXT tag title, which I think will open the show uh, for, for the night. And it's, it's going to be, and I'll just go ahead and spoil it because by the time you guys hear this, NXT will have aired already. It is going to be a three-way match uh, between uh, Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong versus the Undisputed Era of Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly and the Authors of Pain. And this will be the finals because during NXT, uh, a bunch of hubbub will happen and uh, it will it will cause Regal to determine the finals in the actual tag title match. Um, this is a potential swan song for Authors of Pain. And it kind of closes the loop of the Undisputed Era's fuse with Authors of Pain and Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong because I think that I, I really think that we're, we're potentially seeing the last of uh, Roderick Strong and the Authors of Pain in this match. It's very much has potential. I mean, we've got, I mean, it, along with this, with you know, the breaking news, just to let everybody know, I believe Bobby Fish was injured over... Weeks ago. This happened weeks ago, and they just announced it now. Yeah, they just announced it now. Maybe they were hoping that he would be cleared for the show, but that's definitely not the case. But it's this triple threat match, it looks great. I mean, you have all these competitors, all these competitors that work hard. My, I, who I'm looking forward to seeing is Pete Dunne and what he does on sort of, you know, a non-UK main stage. Like what he does, what he can bring. Can he bring, you know, just his presence to this NXT roster? So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, and I, I think it'll be an awesome match. I, I think people uh, they will point to the undisputed era in the authors of pain match from uh, the last takeover as actually being a really solid match. I really enjoy that match a lot as, as, a, as an opener, and it, it kind of it was fair. I, I really enjoy that match. I think you should go back and watch it. But um, I, I think during this match, it's it's no doubt about it. The undisputed era keeps these titles. I don't think they're ready. Uh, for them to not have it. I think we're eventually going to see a nucleus of all of these guys having titles at one point, and it actually strengthens this team. And um, Adam Cole will will have to 
potentially slow down his singles push to fill in for Bobby Fish as he is injured right now. And I think that's where he'll be slotted for the next couple of months. I'm, I'm not. I have no problem with that, man. I have no problem with it. But uh, so the, ne- the next match that we have on the card is a huge match that um, a lot of people have been excited for. And they, they, we've, we've seen a lot of hype for it. It is the NXT North American title ladder match. This is the inaugural match for this title. It is going to be Ricochet debuting on the show, as well as EC3, who is also debuting on the show, versus Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole, Killian Dane, and Laura Sullivan. Um, they just debuted this belt a couple of uh, days ago, actually a day ago, uh, on, online. Triple H did, and there's been mixed, there's been mixed, uh, a couple of mixed opinions on it. I, I know you don't really like the belt a lot. No, I don't really like it. It kind of looks like they slapped Rand McNally on a fucking belt. Like to me, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a. You know what? I, I want to wait to see how it is. I want to see the HD photos. I want to see, you know, how it looks up close. I want to see how it looks on a guy before I make a final opinion. But I just, it just doesn't work for me. The, the red on gold, it's, it works and then it doesn't from time to time. Um, but I also said this about the universal title and now I love that fucking shit. So, yeah. Um, I, even if we can, I, I like the belt. Uh, I like how it's, it's leather. It looks leather bound and, and not red. Um, but even if we don't agree on what it looks like, we can agree that I, I think the purpose of this title belt, uh, finally giving NXT an established mid card is a great idea. 100%. I feel like it's, uh, you know, I mean, th- to me, what would, what would do best is, you know, is also increasing the show a little bit more. But and maybe they would have to increase tapings as well. But I, I think it's what everyone has been clamoring for for a very long time. Um, I think they want to still separate the UK division from anything else and, and things like that. So I think this North American title, while, you know, I guess North America. Cool. Um while it's being introduced, it's much sorely, sorely needed. You have a lot of guys in the mid-card, a lot of guys who can work their way up. And this is a perfect opportunity to usher in sort of a new era of NXT. You have all the, you have these six amazing competitors in this match who can deliver. And I don't think we've had six amazing competitors in one match on NXT at once, ever. Uh, the War Games. We have more than that. Well, yeah, well... I'm talking about everyone standing on their own. I'm not talking about teams or anything. I'm talking about just like, you know, all these six guys could potentially be NXT title contenders in, in the next couple of months. All these guys have potential. That's what I'm talking right. about. Um, yeah. I, I, I do think that uh, with the introduction of this belt, um, it, it also becomes with, you know, more debuts and that is the debut of EC3 and uh, Ricochet. EC3 did show up on NXT prior to this and Ricochet will be showing up on, or he rather did show up on NXT this week. Um, how do you feel about the handling of these, of these two uh, uh, new superstars on NXT? I, I think, I think EC3 knocked it out of the park during his debut. Um, I watched, I watched it a couple hours ago. I watched his debut a couple hours ago. I was thoroughly impressed. Um, I like that. They're sort of keeping the gimmick, I like that they're keeping everything alive. They pretty much just imported, you know, EC3 from TNA. And I think it's a good idea because if it, if it wasn't broke, really don't fix it. I think it's really a one-of-a-kind sort of character that's really core to just EC3. There's no way to yeah. really explain it. Um, you would think he would be one of those guys, just a guy in a suit that's just angry and thinks low on people. But he's kind of an original character on its own. And in terms of Ricochet... Um, 
I, I, I want to see where they go from from here because with Ricochet, I think it's going to be. I think by virtue of having him in a heavyweight division, it works um, because t- typically the guys who do a lot of flips and athletics are kind of sequestered to the cruiserweight division. Um, but I think. I'll really just have to see how it goes because I really think that it it's going to be rare to give us something that we haven't really seen with this caliber of talent that we have on the roster right now. So I'm 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 looking forward. I'm I'm waiting. I'm looking forward to being impressed. Yeah, they they've they have a really cool video package with uh, um, with Ricochet on the beach, and he's doing some really some really like insane workouts he does backflip burpees i know you hate burpees mills he does i hate burpees oh oh my god well of course he does well of course he does (laughs) uh but it's they've done some really cool uh introductions and and debuts to to certain guys um i i think they see a lot in ec3 i I know they see a lot in ricochet just the way that triple h even introduces him uh introduced him on the north american title uh belt reveal you know his his tagline is the uh the one and only ricochet you know it's 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 a really cool tagline and i really like his i make this look good tagline it's gonna He's going to sell hella shirts with that. Um, He's just got the look, and I think he he always has. But as far as the match, um, we also have to take note that Adam Cole will be in this match as well. So he will be wrestling twice. So I do think this match will be either the – it won't be the opener. It can't be. There's no possible way it can be opener. (laughs) But I do think that uh, it it happens a little bit later in the show. But I think it will be an incredible match. But I I, I have to get – like this this belt was tailor-made for EC3. You know what? I'm I'm if I had to pick someone to win this match, I would probably I would go with Velveteen Dream, man. I'm I'm on the Velveteen Dream wave. He hasn't really won a major match, but I think it's kind of his time. To me, NXT has always been the thing where they kind of really give it to the people who deserve it, people who've been busting their ass, people who've been working hard. And I can't think of anyone who's worked harder over the last couple months than Velveteen Dream, someone who has been given opportunity and has stepped up every time and has delivered amazing matches and has won the people over with his character. He made a character that probably wouldn't work, would probably be known as a comedy character in any other sort of venue, uh, just be taken a little bit more seriously. So I'm going to, if I had to predict anything for this match, I'm, I might just predict Velveteen Dream. Uh, I, I'm not, listen, like I'm not mad at any winner of this match. I think they're all tremendous. I I think Killian Dane and and Laura Sullivan are sleepers. And I think they'll have a really huge showing during this match. This is Laura's first like real big gimmick match. And, uh, Adam Cole, of course does super well gimmick gimmick matches, but I think if he's going to be winning the the tag title, he's not going to win it. So, um, I'll, I'll go with EC3 or Velveteen Dream, and whoever comes out of it, I think that's Ricochet's feud uh, this summer. Um, the next match will be the NXT Women's Title match, which I have to say, not a lot of hype going into this. I, I, I really, I tried to give it some time because I really did like their first match. I think you liked their first match too, Mills. I liked it, um, yeah, from a from a psychology standpoint. Uh, it, and it, that is going to be Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler, part two. I and this isn't even on like the run sheet. I are, this is a hot take. Is is Ember Moon's NXT title reign a bust? Um, yes. And I'll say this, and I'll say because sort of the attention and sort of the intrigue that has been given to the NXT title, I think it may be a bust compared to other reigns. Because when we had we've had 
previous it's Oscar. Oscar's, you know, 500 plus day reign. Every sort of match was an event. Every match was like, will she lose it? Will she not? Or will she continue to go over? But every match was sort of, you know, unique in its own right. Um, right. Bailey, in a sense as well. Bailey, someone who everyone wanted to win it before that was Sasha, before that was Charlotte. There's a there's a heavy sort of you know lineage with this title that goes with it. I think with Ember Moon, um, because they're establishing so many new female talent at the same time, it's it's become sort of uh, arduous to be able to do that. And and she's defended her title. I mean, she's defended it multiple times, but on two takeovers against the same person. So it's kind mm-hmm. of now we're going to the territory where it's been this 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 probably few that probably should have lasted a few weeks is now lasting a few months and it's really sort of not giving her any progress, not giving her any other sort of competition. Uh, yeah, I and I, and again, like like you like you just kind of brought up, the NXT Women's Division has kind of struggled to find footing or find its footing past Oscar. I, I think that. Even if it had gone to maybe a Peyton Royce or a, or a Billy Kay who are absent on this show, probably for obvious reasons, um, that it's it's just that they haven't really after Oscar they had no one really developed past Shanna Baszler who was the runner up of the uh, May Young Classic, Ember Moon obviously was the champion, and Kyrie Sane who again has is not finding herself on NXT Takeover for the second time this year. Um, I I really is I'm Kyrie Sane a bust? Who knows, right? I here's the thing. I can't say Kyrie Sane is a bust because just just off of the virtue that this is supposed to be Ember Moon carrying this 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 division and this brand. And I think that the storyline and, and the writing and booking for the for the division just hasn't been strong enough. I we haven't seen enough of Kyrie to say she's a bust. But does Ember win this this uh match? I do not think so. I I think she's losing this match in uh New Orleans. You know, it bothers me that Kyrie Sane has sort of been on the roster since September and really hasn't had any and she won the may young classic tournament which is crazy but she hasn't really had any sort of solo shine to me the follow-up feud from the ember moon Shayna baszler match in the beginning was always Kyrie sane versus you know Shayna baszler or a triple threat match or something along those lines i think they could have used a little bit more to incorporate more of the women but it, it i think that just the rebuilding of the roster it's they're building new entities, but at the same time, it's at the they're building these two strong entities at the cost of everyone else. And I think we have to really start getting going on with this new women's revolution. To me, there should be two women's matches on this card by now. Yeah, me too. I yeah. I a hundred percent agree. There should be more with all the women that they have, with just Dakota Kai and Bianca Belair and Lacey Evans, like there should be a secondary um feud. And and it goes to what I I've I've really been predicting this and really been saying this needs to happen like i know that they're strict with this tapings and schedule and they're strict with just having it at that hour time slot nxt needs to move to two hours i think nxt could do a lot more than what a smackdown could do in two hours in my opinion easily easily with a lot of with all the development and everything with the stars and everything showcasing everybody it could do a lot more um so yeah we we both think that ember's gonna lose this match and i think I don't think you would disagree with Kyrie Sane being the one to come out of it and actually finally get her title shot. Oh my God, let's, let's, who do you have winning this match? I, I think Shayna's going to win, and I think Kyrie's going to be next. The the next up, I think I, I I'm probably going to go with Ember Moon again. Just to be honest with you, I just feel like they're not ready to take it off of Ember Moon yet. Um, to me, it, the time to take it off Ember Moon was Royal Rumble. I would have done that. I would have, you know, 
to to have it on her for now, I think they're just like, okay, let's we still need a sort of strong presence. Shayna Baszler is cool, but she's still not the superstar that I think that they want right now. But to me, I would have chosen her at the Royal Rumble simply just because of the shock factor, because uh, you want to give this woman an impact when she walks in. But I feel like just the Shayna Baszler, you know, the attention has been usurped by the Ronda Rousey attention and everything going around with that. So, yeah. We'll see what happens. We shall see. Uh, the next match that we have is, is sort of a uh, sort of an interesting conundrum here with the unsanctioned match uh, between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Um, it has been built very kind of virally throughout the past two months after uh, Johnny Gargano was uh, sh- uh, fired from NXT after his match with Almas. Uh, you had them, you know, Johnny showing up to Tommaso's house and Johnny basically like terrorizing Tommaso in much the same way that Tommaso terrorized him. Um, but I, I actually kind of optioned or, or kind of spitballed an idea. What if this match goes on throughout the whole show? Like what if it starts outside of the arena and ends up inside the arena and finally ends in a, like a little small 15 minute match that kind of goes throughout the whole show? Um, you know, I don't know how I would be with the stop and start in this and manage to keep the emotions of it all without it making seem more funny and making it and sort of cutting cutting the 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 weight of this match because just truly and frankly, this match has been in the making since NXT Chicago early probably around it was may it was in may May. it's been probably a year ago i thought it was going to happen at nxt brooklyn i would have been excited because i was there but um it's a i think just the weight and the emotion and the and just the intensity of everything in this match these two going together i think it would just be it's just like let's just have them throw it down. Like it's, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be a street fight. It's going to be everything. And you know, I'm not a totally against your idea, but I just feel like it would undercut the sort of intensity and the mood of it all. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I, cause I'm looking at NXT now and it's, it's, it's looking like a, a really lengthy show. I think yeah. really the shortest match on this is probably going to be the women's title match. And, um, I think it, I think, one thing you're missing with what you're explaining is the brutality of everything. And I think you don't really get that brutality and those callbacks. If you don't have them grab a ladder to, to, to call back to that revival match or grab, you know, like, I I think that, you know, there's a lot of really cool things they could do because this is a, this has been a match and a few that's taken place as much outside of the ring as it has inside of it. Mm -hmm. And I I think they're going to go crazy. Like I I'm all for a long 20, 25 minute match. I just don't know what within the constraints, if that's what they're going to do. But I I do have to pose one big question. Um, No, actually let's say, well, who do you think you're going to win? Who do you think is going to win? Johnny Gargano. So if he wins, um, I I don't know. Cause the, 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 the actual stipulation is if Johnny loses, He's he's gone from NXT forever. So you know, if he comes back, if he comes back, who who's he? Do you have him and Tommaso on the same show? Yeah, I think you you continue this thing. You continue to build this rivalry. You have this one moment. I mean, let's it's let, built. Let's, let's look at the yeah right. But you can let's look at the most famous 
one of the most famous unsanctioned matches that we've had of all time. And that was Triple H versus Shawn Michaels and sort of the comeback of Shawn Michaels and what he did and sort of how the feud continued there just from the pure aggression, the pure jealousy, the pure everything that he had against Shawn Michaels. And sort of you sort of impose that onto this feud and you can have that. These two can't even bother to exist on the same show. Then you maybe build to another match that's like the blow off the, the last call. But it's a we, we try to have these two on the same show and it just can't work. So maybe maybe that's the case. I, I don't know how they move forward with the, the Tommaso Ciampa character if he, he's not currently embroiled in this Johnny Gargano thing. You put him in a. You, I I have the perfect guy for him. If if you're not going to put Ricochet against the the guy who wins the, the uh, North American title, you have him go against Ricochet, or you put him against Pete Dunne, or you put him against Roderick Strong. I think mm-hmm. there's a bunch of people that Ricochet or uh, that Tommaso can go after. I don't know how many, how much more uh, matchups that you haven't had with Johnny. That's not Alistair Black or anybody or Almas or anybody else that you could do on the show anymore. That's and plus Johnny's whole thing is he, it's, it's better for him to chase than for him to win. But I also do want to see him get that feel good moment. But I think that's going to happen on the main roster. I think Johnny Gargano is losing this match. Imagine he gets that feel good moment and it gets taken away in an instant. That's how I feel. Like it's, I think I think it's going to be something really screwy. The story of his career. Yeah, I I really think that gets snatched away from him, and I think we see uh, Johnny on. Here's the thing. I, I don't, I don't see them putting Johnny on 205. I see them putting him on SmackDown at the very least, but then like, do you have, do you have Johnny and Daniel Bryan on the same show? <laughs> and it's, it's like, they're the same character, but if you put him on raw, he's, he's done. He's cooked on raw. I don't think they're ready to fully move him up to the main roster as of yet. I think they're, I think he's been there a while. Don't get me wrong. He's been there for almost two years now, but I don't know if they're ready. I don't know if there's a position for him currently on the main roster. To me. Right. So I'm saying he stays right. in NXT. Right. Um, do you think this closes the show? I think that's the biggest the biggest question here. Does this match close the show? I, I personally, NXT is very old school. The the title match, or a title match, is usually always the last match on the show. Usually, usually. Usually. I think that, I, I don't think that they see this as bigger than the coronation of Black of, of Alistair Black just going by how they promoted the show period. But um, I don't think, I think this is second, uh, this the second main event after the women's title match. I agree. I agree. You know what? I've, 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 I've watched the, the feud between Andre Andrade Cien Almas and Alistair Black. And it's gotten to this real intense level that I didn't actually yeah. think it could get to. I thought right. it was going to be standard. You know, I'm the cool guy. You're the, you're the, you know, unstoppable object. I'm the shithole heel that can't get in the way and, you know, and, and tries to take the easy way out. But you, you know, kick me into my, you know, sh- it's, it's gone actually the opposite way where Cien Almas has really <laughs> become the aggressor in all of this. I'm I mean, he laid out. Um, he's laid out uh, Alistair Black on an occasion or two. Like he's really become the aggressor in this feud, and it's kind of amazing to see. Yep, um, I, I really think that it's been a really. And we'll, we'll, let's let's just go ahead and go talk about the NXT title match: uh, Andrade Cien Almas versus Alistair Black. Um, the bill for this has been really really good. I I, I think that it's been one of the strongest uh, feuds for uh, for Almas, just being as you see him turn from tranquilo 
to actual aggressor. It's been a really cool character um, development for him. He's been cutting promos in English. He's and it's showing that he's becoming unhinged. And and I think he's scared. Of, and that's just, that's the psychology is that he's scared of Alistair Black. He mm-hmm. never wanted him to win that that number one contender match, and he did. And I, I think that's a great storyline. And Zelina Vega again, tremendous in her role as as his manager. But um, I what what do you think that uh, and it, are we are we both wiling if we say that Alistair Black is going to win this? I think he's going to win this. Hmm. I think he's winning this. They haven't played up the streak. That's why I think he's going to win. They haven't played it up yet. He's but, mentioned it, but they haven't played it up. But he's lost before. No, they say on one-on-one competition. He's 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 clarified it in a, in a video package that came out a couple of days ago. He's clarified it. one-on-one competition. He's undefeated. You know, I think this would. You know what? I think in terms of who wins and who loses, I think a win would do much more for Cian Almas than it would for Aleister Black. I think we get to Aleister Black eventually, but I think just a win for Cian Almas just works so much better, in my opinion, and just have him carry the title and have him be a strong... This this solidifies him as a strong champion. He's not the guy who's facing underdogs or anything like that. This means that he is champion. He is NXT. He's not the transitional champion that people maybe thought that he was going to be. I mean, he he proved that. He proved that by beating beating Drew uh, last year. Yeah, I mean... But but one thing that was cool... One thing that was that was cool, but I mean, he wasn't an underdog either. But but one thing, that, and, and I will agree with you here. One thing that was cool about him beating Drew was that he beat Drew's single streak, and the, yeah. and that's one thing I think they've missed with this, uh, with the build to this, is that they haven't mentioned that he's been breaking streaks. He's been he's been basically putting streaks to misery. Now I don't think that almost wins this because I think he's done a phenomenal job as champion. He's gotten some really cool, he's gotten some of the best storylines over in NXT that they've done in the past two years. Mm -hmm. But I think that they want, they want Alistair to, to carry this brand. And I think that Alistair is going to carry NXT as a traveling show past, past uh, mania. I think, I think Andrade, they, they want him on the main roster. I think that that was clear. But who's to to say that, you know, um, Alistair Black doesn't win it at a later point. I don't know if it has uh, to be at this point. Usually, I mean, a lot of people get coronated at, at Mania Weekend. I you don't normally see a lot of people reading at, at, uh, at Mania. Didn't uh-huh. didn't Shinsuke lost it last year? Um, yeah. and that was kind of Bobby Roode's coronation, or that was their second match there. But I, I really think, and again, I'm going by what NXT how they usually book things uh-huh. and. Usually, this is the court that they usually coronate guys at Mania Weekend. Now, again, this is a match where I'm not mad if either of these guys win at right. all. But do you think that this match will top Gargano and Almas? You know, I think that is my match of the year. That's my match of the year so far, still. No, no, just because, wow, the emotions that are invested in the match and everything, I think it, it, it plays a factor. I think the experience of those two play a factor. I think them both managing to hit on all spots, the crowd, everything like that. I think that's all a factor. But I do think Argano versus Almas would be very, very good. I think we're going to get a lot more out of Almas. I think we're going to get a lot more out of Almas than possibly anybody thinks we should. Right. I, I And again, I, I and that's another question I want to pose. <clears throat> If this is 
uh, Amos's final NXT match, uh, and he does lose this. What, how, how would you rate his tenure during his two years in, in NXT? Almost three. I would say if, if this was the time that he lost it, I would say he probably did above average, but still not great. Because I think when you talk about his tenure and sort of the ups and downs he had, he's recovered, no doubt, but there's still the sort of the all of averages is sort of he still had a pretty much a down sort of cycle in his career it's really been the last eight months or so that have been sort of the upturn for him and everything like that but i think it would be fair i would i would i would say his his reign in nxt would be great if he won this match and lost it at a later time i would say it was amazing this guy was a champion that was truly a champion in all you know sense of the name and alistair black finds a way you kind of humanize him a little bit and you give him that sort of sympathy where the people want to go you know people feel for alistair black at the time and then decide to get back behind him again once he builds himself up and boom you know wins the championship back but i think i think it would be fair what do you think uh I think that anyone who ever gets to five gets the first uh, five star match from Meltzer since fucking Punk and Cena. Mm-hmm. I think anyone who gets gets that literally it, they their reign is not to me uh, above average. I, I think he's had a great revitalization of his character, and I think having a one his reign or his tenure in NXT. I mean his tenure in NXT. I, I think if anyone does that and does and has a revitalization of the of a character that he has he has had. He like to me almost is proof of a, of a of a few things that if you don't give up on a character, they will eventually rise to the top and they never gave up on him. Mm-hmm. I think he's also proof that uh, when when you when like the developmental aspect of NXT, he came in a sombra and everyone thought he was literally it's almost like Hideo Itami that they, they Hideo Itami, they thought that he was a blue chipper that, that nothing could go wrong and everything could go wrong that, that, that could go wrong did he just wasn't over and he he basically flipped everything his tenure is that of someone who literally rose from the ashes and literally became that one-of-a-kind talent and that talent that everyone wanted to see I can't call anyone who has done that no one has done that in NXT no one and and to to be to where he is right now, where he's headlining a show that last year he was just debuting on, that is or, or yeah, like or not debuting or or, or a show where Alistair Black was debuting, and he was he was taking a loss and he wasn't even a champion. He was like the opening match on the show. Mm-hmm. I gotta give I gotta give you a a great rating for that. He's had great matches. I mean, even if you don't look at the Gargano stuff, even the matches that he lost against Cassius Ono, um, and uh, fucking Roderick Strong and a lot of other people on on, on the roster, I, I think. He's a great hand and he's someone who stepped up to the plate when it was time and he's carried that title, even if it, you know, even if it was like a last minute decision for him to win it, he's right. had excellent matches and he's had a, one of the greatest, one of the best matches of the year so far. So if I, this was it for him, I think it was a net positive for me for, for uh, almost his reign here to or me, his tenure here rather. To me, almost has always had the talent, those five-star matches he, he could have, um, to me, he's always had the talent when he debuted to now. He's always had that talent. Those matches were always in him. But I'm just saying the sort of the, the develop. You're right. In the last year, the development of his character has truly made him great. But I, I can't I can't ignore the stuff in the beginning that just wasn't that good. Just to be honest, the matches were good. It's just everything else wasn't. Everything wasn't clicking. I'm not. It's, I can't give him good all the way through. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a tough grader. All right, so that was NXT TakeOver, and we're going to take a quick commercial break. 
while we prepare to run through the WrestleMania 34 card from New Orleans. So give us one second. We'll be right back on the A-Show. Yo, it's my man MC, one half of the RSPM boys. Not only is it an exciting week for the A-Show, TakeOver, Hall of Fame, and WrestleMania this Sunday, is also the week of the inaugural NBA 2K League Draft. If you're as confused as the majority of my timeline was, we'll have all of that coverage for you. And what it means for the NBA this Friday on RSPN with Jeff, Platinum Chanel boy, Old News boy, Thotty Jeff, whichever one he decides for this week, uh, along with everything else that we find interesting in sports. So check us out, RSPN on RNC Radio this Friday and every Friday on the RNC Radio Network. All right, we are back on the A Show. Meals. It yes. is WrestleMania time. It's WrestleMania time. Uh, we're going to go over this card. Uh, as, as a whole, what do you think about the build to WrestleMania 34? Just every, you know, now that it's all over with and, and we have a, we have a chance to, to kind of have some perspective on everything. Do you think this build was better or worse than some of the ones in the past? You know, I think uh, some of the some of the matches are have wonky bills. A, a lot of, especially a lot of the main matches have wonky bills. But I can't, you know, dispute the fact that I'm excited for WrestleMania nonetheless. Um, you know, I think I don't think I've been this excited with the build for WrestleMania since like WrestleMania 30, where just everything was sort of clicking, or like a big ma- a big one like WrestleMania 17, or like WrestleMania 19. Those things that were just like everything was hot. They have so many hot matches, so many great superstars. Everything is clicking, and the fact that I'm saying this about this WrestleMania putting in the class with those like possibly the top top three WrestleManias of all time. It makes me feel like this is going to be one of the best WrestleMania cards, one of the best WrestleMania matches. We're going to see something incredibly epic this weekend. Yeah, I I mean, I've been saying it. And as the days like near, the, the statement still stands. Like on paper, this is literally potentially the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Just on paper. I'm sorry that it's not fucking... Uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake and Hulk Hogan and shit like that on this card. This is better than that shit. Like, just the talent there is fucking incredible. Just from the undercard, I can't think of on paper a like maybe you could say the US title match would be the weakest in room match on the show. Sure. But I think if you looked at what we got last year, like, come on, man. It's, it's just night and day. I think we we're finally seeing the fruits of the NXT roster and, and how, again, the developmental, I mentioned it with, with Andrade uh, in the last segment, like that developmental system has, has really grown these stars over half of the roster shit. More than that, literally almost the whole, you know, roster is NXT people. All of the top guys are from NXT. And, and I think, you know, you got to take, you got to tip your hat to triple H for all the work he put in. Easily, easily. A lot of debuts on this. We've, there's a lot of people who are going to be wrestling on WrestleMania for the first time, uh, including, you know, you know, we'll get to the card, but you know, it's, a, it's, it's going to be a good WrestleMania. Absolutely. Uh, let's get to the, to the, to the, our 
rundown of the card. And I've, I've split this from kickoff show to main show with all the titles. All the titles will be represented on this show, of course. Uh, let's start off with the kickoff show. It was just announced on Monday that the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, the Women's Battle Royal, and the Cruiserweight Tournament Final will be on the kickoff show. It's two hours with the, with the last hour airing on uh, USA. Uh, before the actual show starts, um, let's the Andre the Giant. But let's just start with both battle royals. I don't think we really like <laughs> give a shit. I, no, I can't even. Remember. No, I can't say I do. <laughs> um, Andre the Giant is Sophie's choice. Same with the the women's the the women's uh, battle royal. Andre the Giant, whatever. Dude, we should uh, do a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we should do a pool. <laughs> we should do a pool. Why not? This is fun. You know what? It'll make it more fun. Let's do a. Let's do a little WrestleMania Battle Royal pool, and let's okay. just see who you know. I don't think we have to pick participants, but maybe. Do we know I, the? Do we know the number? Is it thirty? It can't be thirty, right? Ain't no way it's gonna be thirty. <laughs> we kind of have to. I, I have to look this up. I don't. I don't because I think the women's is like Trish Stratus is not coming back again. <laughs> Lita is not coming back. Miss Jacqueline is not going to be in this. You know. The giant uterus trophy women's battle royal. Oh come on, man! I, we, when they they showed it on Raw, honestly, it doesn't really look like a uterus anymore. It like looks, when you see the actual, but it looks like come on. I mean, it, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like a uterus. Like the the actual trophy on Raw did not look like that. They have to change. They had to change it last minute. They had to change it last minute. So I'll give them all the excuse in the world for it looking kind of like you know shaky, but you know it's. It, it don't look great. I'll be honest with you. It don't look great to me. But you know what? Shout out to all the women fighting for it. Shout out to them. You know, it's not about me. It's about, you know. Problematic meals. It's got to be the women, huh? Problematic gotta, meals, though. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this trophy right now, man. It looks, you know what? Let me shut my mouth. Yeah, please. Please. I I, I apologize to any woman that, that uh, listens to the show. Uh, actually, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know, see there you go why can't women you know what never mind you know what i didn't say they can i'm just saying that you know i gotta i gotta look at the analytics and see you know how we're doing probably sure. not good um uh, so we can't do a, we can't do a pool for the battle royals because it hasn't been determined yet so um yeah we can't do a pool uh i i don't think either of us care um so yeah good luck to both to to all the participants in those matches uh the good cruiserweight tournament the cruiserweight tournament final between Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. I'm actually really excited about this match. I am glad it's going to happen. Um, a lot of a lot of hubbub about whether this should be on the main show or not. Listen, uh, listen, they're, they would get five minutes on the main show. They'll probably get at least 14, like uh, Neville. How long did Neville and, and they, Austin Aries get last year? They went, they got time. They got they got 15, 16 minutes on the on the pre-show last year. They got time. They I'm looking this get, up. They got 1540 last year. You think they're getting that on the main show? No. Nah. Hell no. But here's the thing. Here's my argument with um it not being on the main show because I definitely get it. Like to me, matches aren't remembered on the kickoff show at all. And this is a very important cruiserweight championship match. To be honest, it should be given time on the main show. If I had to be honest with you, just because this is a very important match. The brand has gone without a champion for so long. It's been the revitalization of a brand. We're seeing something slowly grow. This could attract potential eyes to it. And you're going to get it on the USA Network, but everyone's tuned into the WWE Network to watch the show. Matches don't get there are more eyes. There are way more eyes 
on USA than there are on the, on the WWE now. One hundred cable. One hundred. I know. I don't get me wrong. One hundred percent. There's going to be way more eyes viewing it on the USA network. But don't get me wrong. When you talk about being immortalized, matches on the kickoff show don't get immortalized, bro. Like we remember the Neville versus Austin Aries match, but who says we will remember that in five years when we talk about WrestleMania thirty three? Who says we will remember anything about this, you know, in, by WrestleMania 34? Do you want to go on having one of the best WrestleMania cards of all time and not being remembered on it? That's a shame. So I Listen, think, yeah. I, I, no, 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 don't get me wrong. I agree from the show's standard point of the production of the show that they're not going to get a lot of time on the main show. That doesn't mean to me that they don't deserve to be on the main show. Listen, if they get 15 there and the women don't, don't get their 20, Again, or, again, I'm 100% fine with the production of the show. I understand it's a production of it's a show. Like they're you're not going to have them enough time. But I'm I'm just saying this again. Matches do not get remembered on a kickoff show. I can't tell. Besides, probably the WLC match, you can't tell me. You can't pick a date <laughs> and a time that you remembered a match on a kickoff show ever. You can't. You can't pick it out. I like, remember you, but you know what? I remember this. I remember this match. Okay, I will remember this match because because of what it is, and I and I've been watching Two Hundred Five Live. Like the right. hard sell that Drake Maverick had on Two Hundred Five Live last night, like the hard so sell strong. that he gave on, or, was awesome. Like he, he made me want to watch the show. He made it's me want to watch this match. But I think you know what? It, it is fine. What it is, it is fine the way it is. I'm perfectly fine with this Beyond show. I will enjoy the match, but I just think in the future. You know, in terms of immortalizing this, I think people, you know, I think Triple H, at least for his brand, should push a little bit harder, you know? Uh, I give him a year. Uh, this, it's, this, this is it's two or five second year. Let, a, let, him, uh, let him get a champion. It, this is a show that's been maligned by a lot of issues. and Bring back I, again, Neville. I, I don't think that, shit, I don't think he's coming back, but I don't think that it's going to be a, uh, I really just don't think that this is that big of a deal. But uh, as no, far it's as not, it's not. But I just see it from the standpoint. I'm 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 happy for what Cedric and 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 uh, Mustafa Ali are doing. And regardless of wherever it's on on the card, you got to think at this prop time they knew it was going to be on the kickoff show. They didn't think it was going to be on the main card. But there's still the time it's going to get and the investment that they make within it and what they're going to do is still going to be incredible. Right. Uh, what do you think wins here? I I, I think that uh, I I scored on a limb in. This might not be popular, but I think uh, Mustafa Ali's winning. I would go with Mustafa Ali. I'm perfectly fine with Mustafa Ali. I'm not really uh, – I, I, I think he deserves it more than Cedric Alexander at this point, to be honest with you. But Cedric Alexander has been working his ass off. Once but, again, uh, it's just another match where I'm not mad at either. They, they, yeah. They've been busting their ass for the past couple months. They went through a bunch of bullshit that uh, – you know, no, no one should go through it. You know, it doesn't have to be said, but I, I'm emotional for the fact that, and I will support for the fact that um, they've been through so much and they've handled it with grace and they're finally getting their opportunity and, you know, hats off to them. Like, you know, Mustafa said he hasn't even ever been on a, on a pay-per-view before. This is his first pay-per-view match and this is, will be at WrestleMania. So dream come true for these guys. I'm super happy for them and they, they deserve all, you know, all the success. Right. Even if they don't get a match, give them an awesome video package. You know what I'm saying? Give them something that make my heart pump. Like, give them that. 
So, uh, yeah, Mustafa Ali, next cruiserweight champion. You heard it right here on the A show. Well, uh, on the main on the main show, uh, we have the Raw Tag Team Title match: uh, Braun Strowman and a and a mystery partner versus Brain the Bar. Strowman, man, come on! It's not Brain. It's it, Brain Strowman, baby. Come on! He, he fucking revealed. Uh, on the show that it wasn't him they're they're saving that and i'm i'm very frightened because i think his tag partner is going to be the fucking big show oh yeah that would suck <laughs> i think it's going to be the big show that would suck ass um do you, you think Ron, we're, gonna, we're gonna be so mad when we see elias and the andre the giant memorial battle rolling like what is he doing here <laughs> yeah when it, when it really should be him and and Braun going against each other or, or teaming up we're with each all other. gonna be like maybe he's wrestling twice and then you know, um, do you think Paul White? Do you think that uh, who do you think is going to win here? I, I I don't I don't see Braun winning. I think it's going to be like there's going to be here's the thing like on on paper this card is amazing, but I think that the finishes as with all WrestleManias are going to fucking piss a lot of people off. I think the bar is going to win this. If you have nothing for Braun, give him the belts. So you have something for Braun. And then the bar can chase the belts. And who knows? Maybe AOP shows up and they beat Braun. Who knows? And his partner or whoever wow, it that, is. That's dope. That that is actually I didn't even think of that. The AOP could uh, could debut and, and be those those big hitters. But wouldn't it be dope if they beat uh, if they beat the bar on their first day? It would be. You know what? I I don't know how dope it would be because I'm just kind of over the bar. But I'm I'm, I'm I feel like. Braun is going to win. I feel like if you want to continue any sort of attention on Braun without him being the main source of attention or putting him against a Roman Reigns or a Finn Balor or something, you, you give him the belts and you, you buy your time a little bit longer until it's time to really unleash Braun back on the main event scene again. Right. Uh, so next match will be the SmackDown tag titles. It's a triple threat match. The New Day versus the Usos versus the bludgeon brothers uh no no stipulation here i'm kind of surprised about that but uh i strongly built match and it's only taken a month for it to build but you have two teams that are established with each other against two monsters and uh you have a lot of a lot of ways this match could go with the new day and the usos teaming against the bludgeon brothers or the bludgeon brothers just completely blowing through these guys uh i i say for the usos first wrestlemania match i think they win this match you know, I'm going to pick them winning this match as well, but I got to say that I'm like, I'm very proud of Harper and Rowan getting to this point because yeah. they've been in the WWE. I mean, they haven't been as long as the Usos, and this is the Usos' first main event, you know, main card match. But as long as they've been there, the supporting roles that they played the number of years, the number of matches they've simply just walked out with Bray Wyatt on and not really competed on this sort of main stage or the big stage. And they're finally getting their chance to sort of, you know, show everything they got. I'm very, very happy for them. Um, I'm happy for, you know, the Usos being able to get to the main card once for the first time in their career and really earning it and really being at the point of their career where they're in their peak prime and everything is clicking on all levels. I'm happy for the New Day. You know, two, three years ago, they were being booed at WrestleMania. Now they're here and now it's come sort of full circle and now they're the veteran guards. They've been together for almost four years now. It's incredible. Um, Yeah. As to as to say who wins this, I'm just going with the Usos. The Usos are the, the guys right now. There's no one better. There's no one who, you know, should be better. And you know what? What if AOP shows up and, and, <laughs> and, and it costs, you know, and takes the belts, you know? 
we ready for AOP on the main roster. I think that's really what it is. I'm excited. I I, I think that you definitely have to pay attention to the tag title uh, picture on both shows uh, and whoever wins that shit uh, on Sunday. Uh, I, I think it'll be a great match. Um, I don't know how how long it'll get, but I do think we both think that the Usos will come out on top. Let's get into the upper mid-card titles here with the United States Championship. It is a four-away. It's going to see a theme in these in these lower card or lower title matches. Uh, a fatal four-away between Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Rusev, and Jinder Mahal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I. Open the show? I think it'll open the show. <laughs> open the show? Hot, 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 Oh, that's funny. Um, listen, ain't nothing, start, ain't nothing hotter than starting off with Randy Orton on the card, man. Randy Orton's just like, you know what? Get me out there. Get me back. I'm trying to take a shower and just relax with my family. So, you know, let's get this over with. Put me first. I don't care what Rude, Rusev, or Jinder says. I have the seniority. Um, I right, listen. I, I I I'm just gonna throw a hail mary. I'd say Rusev wins. I I'm I saying Rusev them. wins, baby. I, I'm only here for Rusev. I'm I'm like I'm not here for anybody else. I'm not here for anybody. But you know what? I think this will be just to be completely completely serious. I think this will be a good match. I think it'll be a good match. Yeah, me too. I, th- I think adding Rusev added a lot to the match, a uh, match that I normally probably wouldn't have given a shit about. Yeah, and it gives people energy and people to invest in the match. They did this because no one seemed to give a shit. And now with Rusev in, people give a shit now. So Rusev mania. It starts on Sunday. Um, let's, let's skip right past. You'll, you'll notice that as we in the lower card of, of WrestleMania, we don't really care about SmackDown, but as it gets higher, we'll start to care about those SmackDown matches more. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, we have the Intercontinental Title cha- uh, ta- Championship match. It is a three-way match between Finn Balor, The Miz, and Seth Rollins. New, new father, The Miz. Did you, did you get a chance to hear his commentary on Monday, which I thought was, it was hard to hate the guy. What, man, listen, I've been on everything Miz Central I've been on this week. I'm so proud of The Miz. I feel like an uncle or a goddad or something along those lines. I'm so proud of him for everything that he's done since the real world to, to everything now and culminating and becoming a father and being in this WrestleMania event. I don't care who the fuck you think is going to win. I think the Miz is going to win. And I don't really mean that. I care who you think is going to win. Um, I need to write these predictions down because I'd be forgetting like on the show and I'd be like, oh yeah, I guess he won. Yeah, I... Uh... I think it'll be a good match. Uh, I don't think I think if you give these guys twelve minutes, they'll like they'll tear the house down. Yeah. Um, they just, tear the, just, they tore the house down on Monday. To me, that Finn Balor Seth Rollins match was their best match they ever had together. Yeah, I, I really I really enjoyed that match. I, I I don't know if it's better than the SummerSlam match because you, you know the Demon he he just has you know the power right. to have four star matches. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they'll tear the house down. I, I really think that Seth Rollins is gonna pin uh is gonna pin the Miz and we'll we'll get the we'll we'll get the proper Seth Rollins Finn Balor feud out of this with possibly a heel turn. But um I, I again Finn Balor. I don't I just can't see Finn taking that feud man. Or not, not that feud the, the pin I, I can't see him taking that Listen, that you ain't the demon baby. Where's your demon now? You think he's gonna come out with the demon? Um, I think eventually. No, no, the WrestleMania. Yeah, at Mania? Yeah, at Mania. No, no, not at this Mania. <clears throat> yeah, I, I 
to me, it's it's with with the Miz's uh, his his record. It's not consecutive, so you don't need to have him win it at WrestleMania. He could he could win it back and get the and break the record somewhere else. He's not exactly going to break the record at WrestleMania either. That's why I don't think that he's going to win at WrestleMania. But uh, I I think this is this is the match for Finn Balor or but I think Seth comes out of it he's the Grand Slam champion and I think he has like that feel good moment and I think you, you build a storyline with Finn Balor always coming up uh, short on the big matches and you know you, you have it there but I think Seth Rollins wins this match you know I respect your opinion but man how could you hate The Miz after Monday after Tuesday winning the Mixed Match Challenge baby rescue dogs oh yeah the- that did happen as well. Uh, I didn't watch the Mixed Match Challenge, but congratulations to, to them damn dogs. It was good. It was good. They had, they had, listen, Charlotte put the Miz in the figure eight. <laughs> listen, listen, it was a good match. It was a good match. It was the best match I think they had on the Mixed Match Challenge. Uh, thus far, maybe tying with the, the first round match with Shinsuke Natalia and Banks and, you know, Balor. But I think it was a really good match. Shout out to them damn dogs. I donated the rescue dogs. Listen, I, I gave the proof to Justin. I donated to them Rescue Dogs Rock. I said I would if 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 Miz and Oscar won, they matched to hold it down. And you know what? They, they I, I I did my part. What about you, World? I'm not. I am not donating to those damn dogs. <laughs> so donate I'm to not. something. Find a I'm, charity. I'm donate to something. It makes you feel better. So. Uh... <laughs> Speaking of those those damn fucking dogs and and the mixed match challenge, we have two participants in the in the mixed match challenge. Wow, what a segue! Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> two two participants, who two people who lost the mixed match challenge. Oh, I thought you were talking about dogs. No, <laughs> no, I was not. Don't mention dogs. Uh, we're we're gonna get into the Raw Women's Title match, uh, which was it's going to be Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Uh, Really great storyline. It, it started off kind of shaky, but it ended up being really, really strong uh, toward the end there. And, and I think a lot of people want to see Nia finally get her hands on Alexa. This match, I'll just say this right now, this match does not need to go longer than five minutes. It should be a complete squash. And I, I think Nia Jax needs to go longer than a minute and a half, man. You know yeah, what? I, no. I, I didn't like to sit down on Monday. I thought there was just, you know... I thought there was something they could have done more to make you really want to see, you know, Alexa Bliss get the shit rocked out of her. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, Nia Jax does get her hand on Mickey James, but it's not quite, you know, not, you know, Alexa Bliss. But I'm I'm excited to see what goes on in this match. If they choose to have Nia Jax lose in a competitive bout, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, <laughs> But if she just sits on her, I'm perfectly happy. I'm just, you know, if Nia Jax sits on Alexa Bliss and just like, boom, I win the championship. I'm 100% happy. Yeah, I, I am all for Nia winning this. I'm all for a Nia reign and whoever comes in uh, and after that, it, it's dope. I, I think that Nia's she's worked hard. And, and I remember just on this show, we've always said that it's just been that one thing that she just hasn't it hasn't clicked with her as a character and it's finally happened and she's moving on all cylinders and she's having really good matches and getting a reaction from the crowd why not pull the trigger and see if you know this would be a good look for the wwe and i think it'd be a good look for just the women's division just having such a great awesome dominant champion on both brands and speaking of dominance well let's let's go to the smackdown women's title match between oscar and charlotte flair uh kind of 
I won't even say it's a build, and I can't even say it's like a rivalry. I, I think AJ, like if you compare this to AJ Nakamura, the rivalry really that's more of a rivalry than this was, and it's kind of an interesting match. They they they've only ever you know touched or had a physicality once, and that was in the mixed match challenge. And from what I hear, they barely even wrestled at all. Yeah, they really, um, in terms of everything, they really just kind of. They they laid it out. They laid, they gave a little taste, but they never really gave anything to sort of sink your teeth into. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and as far as the match, like, how do you think that? How do you think it's going to be paced? I think it's going to be a really interesting match between two people who have some who use submissions a lot, uh, a striker in Oscar and in a big time kind of like high high flyer. And at some points with, with Charlotte, uh, what, what do you think? What do you, what, do, what do you think the match is going to look like? You know, I think it's going to, you know, I think it's going to, Charlotte is going to hit harder than we probably think that she has any right to do. Um, I don't know if she does the super, the the the, the backflip. You know what? She she holds it up. Every pay-per-view is a backflip with Charlotte. So she, she's probably got one in her. Yeah. But um, I think we get a really, really competitive match, like a really, really competitive one. And, and I could see both of these women getting great entrances. I can see... Um, I can see it just going really back and forth to me. All right. So l- l- let me pose this question to you. Right. Charlotte Flair. Is she the one? She's not faced Oscar before. Oscar's never faced her before. Um, they haven't really built to this match. They've said that Charlotte is Charlotte has prob- probably been the woman in the company for the last two years at this point. Um, Oscar, you know, has been undefeated at this point. It's a streak that's very, very, very solid. Like a streak that's just like, it's going to have to be broken eventually, but will it be here at WrestleMania? This is a stage to do it. Um, or would you be, if it did happen, would you be surprised? How would you think you would react if, it, if, if Charlotte broke the streak? I think we'd all be, I think we'd all be surprised um i can, that is something that i'm not preparing for i don't think charlotte's winning this match i would definitely say wow on twitter immediately <laughs> <laughs> i i think that with with charlotte it would confuse a lot of people and again i keep i always say like wrestling but like wrestlemania booking and the actual matches is always weird remember people were pissed that aj lost to jericho you know shit yeah. like that like uh, and it made sense, in, it, but it, remember that that made sense in, in the bigger picture of his heel turn. You know, like that it ended up he ended up being a better character after that loss. You know, mm-hmm. but I don't think Charlotte is the one. I, I think that they have earmarked two matches for a certain a specific person, uh, Ronda Rousey, in the next couple of months to a year. I think one of those people is Charlotte, and I think one of those people is Oscar. And I think you want to have two streaks going into that. And I think you want to make it like a UFC event. And that's why I think Oscar's going to, going to win this match. But if, again, this is another match. I'm not mad if it's either of them. I am not mad. I, if you remember, we always used to get upset that Charlotte would beat Sasha and Bailey, you know, all, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. But at that point, we felt as though it wasn't merited. And at this point, I think Charlotte's put in the work. I think she's a, a wonderful ambassador. I think she's a wonderful champion. I think she's a wonderful wrestler. Listen, I'm with the energy. I'm with the smoke. If she fucking loses on, on, on Sunday and Oscar has to go out at WrestleMania, what a, what, a, what a big way for that to happen. But in my heart of hearts, it's like Floyd Mayweather, man. 
you don't bet against Oscar, and Oscar's gonna win this match. I say Oscar's gonna win, but I wouldn't be mad. I'm just the thought of sure that I'm ninety five five percent, and there's that five percent in my brain that's just like, what if Charlotte <laughs> wins? What if they just say Charlotte? You know, at the end of the day, it's still Charlotte. Or Vince is just like, why are we letting her still win? Like yeah. something <laughs> like yeah, but like something along those lines. But just just keep it in the back of your brain. I know, but I think it's going to be an amazing match. Don't get me wrong; it's probably going to be one of the best matches on the card. Yeah, it's going to be a sleeper too. No one's expecting it too. I think they're going to get a solid fifteen minutes, and they're going to fucking tear the house down on some on some like New Japan shit. Uh, let's go into the special matches, like the special grudge matches and stuff like that. Away the from special the special attractions, as yeah, we the special attraction matches. Yes, uh, let's go with the first one. I think this is the most interesting match on the card. Daniel Bryan in his return to the WWE and in ring activity. Uh, and Shane McMahon, who is miraculously cleared. <laughs> 100% health points. He is here. That verticulitis, whatever. Anal what bleeding, that? whatever. What is that? Hernia, what is that? Whatever, man. WrestleMania, here I am. Cancer, whatever. He wow, don't say that. He doesn't uh, have cancer. <laughs> doesn't have cancer. Yeah. Take it back. Don't say that. But you know what? I feel like he would still be pretty, uh, you know active right yeah he would be pretty active nonetheless uh so it's 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 those two versus kevin owens and sammy zane and the stipulation is if kevin kevin and sammy zane win they are reinstated into smackdown live i mean honestly if i was those two i would just get penned because i don't want to go back to smackdown live but uh who do you think is winning this match you know what i've hated this feud for so long so so long it's been a feud which I think they've been flying by the seat of their pants because they wasn't sure if Daniel Bryan was going to be cleared or not. I didn't like the blow-off of the feud that Shane McMahon being right because, to be honest, the way he's been acting and just how unfair and un, you know, sportsmanlike and unrefined as an authority figure he shouldn't be, especially for someone who isn't a heel. Um, but... I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn wins, and I think they beat the shit out of Shane McMahon. And Daniel Bryan comes in for the save, but it isn't something that Daniel Bryan can continue to sort of... Uh, he's, he's had the ring rest for a long time. He isn't able to maintain everything, and they match to sneak away with a pin on Shane McMahon. Um, I, I think there's going to be a swerve. I think it's going to be a big swerve. I, I, I saw the look in Shane's eyes. Did you? Yeah, I saw it too. I don't know if it'll happen at Mania. Maybe that's oh. just his money look. I don't know. Either, maybe, either maybe it's person, the drugs. Maybe it's the drugs. Either person, they do not need to. They do not need to. Uh, they don't need to turn either of them. Yeah, at all. Mm-hmm. They don't need to turn Brian. That'd be stupid. And they don't need to turn. They don't need to turn Shane because that's just. For what? You know, um, I, there's got to be a way that they win this match. I just haven't thought of it yet. I can't, I literally cannot think of how they're going to lose this match, but I don't think they're winning. They're going to win this match. Hmm. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going back. I don't think they're going to Raw. Nah. I think they win, man. I think they win this match. I think they win this match and we start anew um, and we start, you know, Something fresh, hopefully. But I, 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 I could feel the swerve. I could feel the swerve. There's some type of swerve happening, but 
I, I don't yeah, know. But if that's they, a lead up I don't to know if they've been disappointed, but I've been disappointed in this entire feud from day one. So it's it doesn't really surprise me. I just don't know who or what it could be. I don't know if it's going to be someone coming out and helping. I don't know if it's. It could be Dolph Ziggler. It could be someone. I have no clue who the person is who's going to tip the scale in this match is going to be. Oh wait, I just, wait, wait, the Miz. The Miz. The Miz. If you want to swerve, I say the Miz. After losing, after but well, he'd have to be losing the IC title though. He would lose the IC title if that if that came out. And this is just me just booking. He would lose the IC title. He would see Daniel Bryan maybe you know gloating and having his moment, and he can't take it. He can't take his world crushing under him. And this guy that he's hated for so long come back, and and that's when you start building that that Miz Daniel Bryan sort of story. But this is just me, you know, booking elsewhere in a weird land. Yeah, I, I again, I. So you think that the Kevin Owens and Sammy are going to win as well, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I just don't know how. I really don't know how. Like, I again, you don't want to like. I don't think it matters if Brian loses. His first I don't match. think so either. Yeah, he's over, bro. He's over like yeah. Roper, baby. Doesn't like, matter, and, and he's not going to take the pin. The guy he, with diverticulitis yeah, is going to. He's not, uh, yeah, he's not going to take the pin. But you know what? This this feud has been very underwhelming. I'm glad it's coming to a conclusion. Let's hope to God we never talk about it again. Yeah, this is an interesting one. It's an interesting match. It's been a, it's been a very interesting to say the least feud. And I honestly, even if that match is over with, I, I think it, it ends with Daniel Bryan not being the GM anymore, and uh, and returning to uh, active superstar on SmackDown. So that that's a win win for everybody, even if this feud. It's awful. Uh, the second special attraction match, uh, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. I, I, as much as people want to say, I don't think this is going to close the, the the show. And I think it's going to actually be on a lot earlier than we think. I would say this comes on in like the 9 o'clock, 9.30 uh, so we, time period. I took the A-show poll. I took the A-show poll this week. I don't know if you saw this. And asked people, what do they think is going to close the show? Let me, let me just pull up the numbers right here. Okay. Um, but it just it says an overwhelming fifty five percent think Styles and Nakamura will close the show. So fifty five percent of the people agree with you. Twenty five percent said Reigns and Lesnar. Eleven um, percent said Cena and Undertaker. I actually don't have this match on the thing now that I look at it. I, I put Charlotte and Oscar. I would like to see Charlotte and Oscar close the show. That ain't closing the show, baby. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I I mean yeah I. Awesome that people, uh, you know, that people agree with with me. You know, I, I love being right, of course. Uh, but I don't I mean, mean you're right. That just means you're popular. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of, of of this match itself, I don't think it's a question of who's winning. Uh, I think we'll both agree with that. But how do you think Ronda's going to do? Um. All right. So here's my thing. If you had a good no, and no offense to Kurt. You had a great tag team <laughs> partner. You could hide a lot of shit that's going on in this match. Uh, Kurt Angle is also a shaky competitor that we have not really seen in long-form action. We saw him at Survivor Series. He had that nice little thing where he got gurneyed out, and then he came back and started Angle slamming people. Or No, that was at TLC. And then at Survivor Series, he got double-crossed by Triple H. So we haven't really seen Kurt Angle really go long-form. To me, this match is full of shenanigans. Yeah, this is the yeah, ultimate. I was say that. <laughs> this is just shenanigans, theatrics, 
everything over the top is in this match. Um, I think Ronda Rousey, I think Triple H is going to do something big with her. Like she's got to do something big in this match. Like she's got to, it's got to be headlines in this match. That's what they're really looking for, for Ronda Rousey for this WrestleMania. They're looking for the headline. So I think that's what they're going to go with for this match. Um, I think she would do okay. I, I, I think this is all a build and people have to curb their expectations for yeah, this match. Yeah, really I, do. T- I'm telling you this right now. She is not going to be Asuka. She's not going to be Io Shirai. She's not going a, to be anyone like that. A, and it's against Stephanie McMahon, who is also not a wrestler. So yeah. it's like, it's not someone who can carry you through the match and sort of hide your flaws. This is someone who's, you know, she's up in age as well. She's not an actual wrestler herself. Um, she just plays women on TV. <laughs> you know, it's just someone you gotta, everyone's got to sort of curb their expectations for this. No yes. Doubt. I, I think the build to this has always been the arm bar. I want to see Stephanie get her ass toe off or her arm tore off, so to speak. And I think that's going to be a huge moment. That's going to be a, definitely a hashtag WrestleMania moment. I'm excited for this match. I think it's, I think she's going to do great. I'm excited to have her on the roster. And I think she's going to, this is going to be the beginning of something really, really cool. And I think everyone should be excited for Ronda Rousey and the WWE. I think she's only going to get better. I just want to see it, the, the entrances. I want to see Kurt's entrance. I want to see Triple H and Stephanie's entrance. I think it's going to be fucking incredible. I just hope Kurt Angle can wrestle really well. He can. I, I think. I, I don't think he can speak very well, but I, I have no question he can wrestle. His brain be stroking out, man. He's just wow, wow, Mills. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like sometimes he just be saying stuff, and I'm like, "Yo, bro, what? All right, you know what? I've said too much. It's way too much." Uh, the second is this match even happening? I, I it is not confirmed. It is uh, not confirmed by all accounts. It's maybe unsanctioned as well. Uh, John Cena versus The Undertaker. It may be a dream sequence match or some bullshit like that. One of the weirdest matches. And and I think, am am I wrong or are we wrong in predicting or am I wrong in predicting that that, uh, John Cena comes out, asks for The Undertaker to come out, and then he finally comes out and they have like a little 10-minute match and Undertaker wins and then he leaves. That's really it, man. (laughs) I don't know what else to tell you. He's not hitting, uh, he's not, you know, he's not hitting a Yoshi tonic on The Undertaker. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's going to be one for the books. A little right hand, a little left hand, a little choke slam, a little tombstone, a little F you. I kick out, you know, another tombstone, kick out, you know, third tombstone. All right, it's a wrap. Let's, let's get this over with. And a, and a good smattering of applause for John Cena. Yeah, I have no clue what that's going to look like. I, it's hard to predict this match because we don't know. Just, yeah, just, you know what? <laughs> just, just don't then. <laughs> just don't. No clue what it's going to be. Uh, just, let's just let it happen. We'll all be witnesses and then maybe we'll never talk about it again. Maybe we will. Who knows? Everyone wants just, just Biker Taker. Thing, right? Everyone wants Biker Taker to come back. I'm like, all right, relax. I love Biker Taker too, but I'd rather have very few Kid Rock uh, matches or not matches, Kid Rock uh, appearances on the show. Yes. So, no, I'm not. I'm not begging for that. No, I'm, I'm not, not begging either. for that. Uh, so, yeah, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I think that I think that uh, I think Undertaker wins. John, John Cena don't care. John Cena don't care about winning matches anymore. He just wants to have them. 
He just wants to have him. This man is clearly insane. He obviously doesn't care about losing any matches because he's lost all these matches over the past two months. He's been screaming about getting this old guy in the ring. No Do something. Do something. Do something. Like, full actor mode. Let's just, you know, I, I'm, I'm ready for whatever happens. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be excited for it. I'm just being honest. Same here. Uh, let's go to the to the main events. Let me let, let's start with the. I'm going to start with what I think is going to close the show, so I can jinx it into closing the show. So we'll talk about it first. Oh, uh, the WWE do that. The WWE Championship match: uh, Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> versus AJ Styles. Uh, we as we've been saying um, for the past couple of weeks, this match was set in stone. Like we knew it was happening. We didn't need to be sold into this match. Uh, I think that goes without saying. This is an amazing match. I think this has the potential to be the best match in WrestleMania history. I'll, I'll go on a limb and say that this could be the greatest match in WrestleMania history. I think that they are set. AJ has won in this match. That is a long limb, my friend. It's not, is it really? It's not a long limb. There's like one, there's two. There's been great matches in WrestleMania. Okay. Maybe, maybe fucking five. Top five, top five, definitely top five. I think this Austin, is going to be the best. Red I think Austin, it's going to be the best. Anchor, HBK, Ricky Steamboat, Randy Savage. It's a Listen. it has a potential. Listen, it has a potential. It has the potential. I think it's I think it's going to be the best. I'm just going straight up. I'm just going straight up with that. Straight up and down. It's going to be it's going to be the best. And even I'm though the build has the entrances. Oh, absolutely. And, and just, I was watching their New Japan match, uh, New Japan World, uh, New Japan World put it up for free on YouTube. Um, Why and just would thinking, they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just looking at the production value there and what the WWE has, it's going to go insane. And they're just ramping up the actual promotion for the match today. Uh, they had a really cool collage photo with uh, Nakamura and AJ Styles, like a little photo, uh, like a, a photo album of them talking about the match and they have they actually have something called uh i want to say it's called wwe uh chronicle where they talk about the talk about uh nakamura in the first episode so he's actually going to get a long form video about who he is and what he does even though it should have aired and where is this again <laughs> it's beyond uh, it's going to be on their youtube and it's going to be on their socials it's, it's airing tomorrow oh okay all right i'm ready they dropped the trailer a couple of hours ago, but it's it's, it's going to be really dope. And I think that, you know, the actual match, no question, these are two of the, the top guys. And when Nakamura is is motivated, he's no doubt one of the best wrestlers in the world. So I do have a controversial um, thought about the, the finish. I, I think Nakamura is going to lose. I think AJ is going to win. Um... If they clo- if they're closing the show, Nakamura is winning. If they're not, AJ is winning. Okay, okay, I could see that. I, I will probably follow the same route in thinking that as well. Um, to me, they're both incredible. I think everyone's just wanting the match, and I think just the result of it has become sort of, you know, has played second fiddle to it all. Um, just because anywhere it goes, it's going to be awesome. You get Shinsuke Nakamura, it's awesome. You get AJ Styles, it's awesome. AJ Styles has carried the brand for a number for pretty much the last almost two years now. Um, he's other carried than this, that weird, other than that weird Jinder Mahal period, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's carried the brand for almost two years now um, as being one of the, the stalwarts of the brand. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura, new, fresh, exciting. 
he could be champion. Does it happen in WrestleMania? I'm iffy on it. I'm going into it. I'm I'm iffy on it. I'm iffy. Because I made the call for SummerSlam and then that didn't go through, and I was pretty yeah. Angry we at that. we both did. I like I I really thought that it would can happen. And but do they right? Do they pass? I mean, the idea of passing on the coronation of Shinsuke Nakamura, it's just wild to me. Yeah. Like it's just I think it's something that needs to happen, and I think it needs to happen at WrestleMania. I think you all eyes are watching. The entire world is watching, and while the U.S. is sort of the main territory for the wwe just just a worldly star winning this championship to me makes a whole lot it does a lot for the world it does a lot for outside markets it does a lot just for people to see that you don't have to be the sort of the same skin color or anything to sort of win big on this stage like it it, it does a lot it does it does a lot to me i would want to see shinsuke nakamura win do i think he's gonna win Mm, you know what yeah i think he's gonna win I think he's going to win. I think if AJ was, um, if he was campaigning for this so hard, I think that ideally that would be what he would want to happen. Mm-hmm. It depends for you me coming stroke? out of the show. Say what? You think AJ's got stroke? I mean, he 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 campaigned for the. He said in an interview, he campaigned for this match to happen ever since since Nakamura got into the uh, onto SmackDown, and he's been ta- he's been telling people. He, I think he, I believe he said he's been telling people that could make decisions and telling people that knew people that can make decisions, and he was told literally in December that it was going to happen before you know Nakamura won the won the the Rumble. So if he's got enough to say that this match should happen and happen, I think he ha- he's got enough to say that no matter what happens during this match. I need to win or Nakamura needs to win or whatever. But I, I think a lot of this also goes into like, who's, who does he have to face coming out of this? And I think the one thing that we're, we're missing here is that there aren't a lot of really top heels that Nakamura could face yet. So I think you have AJ win and then have them go to the next pay-per-view and, and face each other. I think yeah, you could, we could still have the rematch with the same result. And it'll be good. You know what? I'm, I'm fine with any, it, this is an amazing card, man. This is yeah. just, this is amazing. I'm not mad. I'm I'm not mad. I think the only person I'd be mad who won on this card is if Brock Lesnar won. That's the only thing I that's the only person I'd be mad if they won. I would I would agree. I would agree, yeah. You know what like, I had a thought? You know, I had a thought, what if what if Chris Jericho shows up at the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? Uh you go from the Tokyo Dome to WrestleMania, baby. <laughs> Chris Jericho, baby. Two, sure. day, two, two big cards. Who else has done it? I mean, there are people who've done it. AJ Styles did it. AJ did it. AJ did it. <laughs> but I'm Chris, Chris Jericho, baby. Come on. I don't, I don't know, but uh, I don't think we have to go through uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. I, I think we went through it uh, for an hour in long form uh, earlier this week. I think Roman's winning. I think we both think that they're going to win or yeah. that he's going to win. And go uh, check the show if you haven't if you haven't heard it yet. Go check the show. Trust me. It's yeah. a great listen. It's a great listen. Get it. You know what I recommend? Get it on 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 the Saturday Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon before NXT takeover, before everything mm-hmm. starts, before the actual action gets going on. You can you can watch it after the Hall of Fame if you decide to watch the Hall of Fame. Blah, 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 blah. But just that Saturday morning when you're in that peak mode that you know wrestling is about to happen and the good wrestling and you just listen to it, it's a perfect time. You're going to get everything you want out of it, and you're going to be pumped for this main event. I'll tell you. Right. right. 
I'm I'm super pumped for this match. I am super excited that uh, it's finally going to happen and that Roman finally gets his fourth coronation, but he finally gets to close the loop of the storyline that he has with Brock Lesnar. Uh, unless he doesn't. <laughs> unless he doesn't. <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless he doesn't. We have seen we have seen it go awry, but there is no. Luckily, there are no money in the bank holders this year that can stop him. Uh, and nothing is stopping WWE. They have such a huge weekend. Uh, so many things happening. If there is anything breaking uh, that happens over the weekend, I will call Meals and say we need to record right now. Um, <laughs> I would I would make this match a no DQ match, just last second, kind of like what they did with Austin Rock. Just like out of nowhere, it's just like no disqualification. Everyone's just like, what is going on? What is happening? Yikes! Just, yeah, who knows? <laughs> Yikes! I that would be fucking insane if that happened. Um, I, but I mean, as far as WrestleMania and the WrestleMania weekend as a whole, I think it's better than last year's. Yeah, already. I think it's better than the year before that. I think. I yep. think when you get to thirty, that's when you start to see a little bit of a little bit of competition. I think thirty was a really good card. Um, twenty better than twenty nine. Better than twenty eight. Oh yeah. 27. oh yeah better than a lot of those mid very mid you know <laughs> i was gonna say mid-range but i just meant mid um very you know mid wrestlemania this is we've had a good streak going it hasn't been the best don't get me wrong you know not all the wrestlemanias have been great but they, we, we've had a solid streak of being pleased and entertained through this entire thing um yeah and I'm I'm incredibly excited. I, I I'm the most pumped for this weekend than I than I've ever been. Will Shout Dwayne show up this year? No, no. He he's uh he's doing rampage uh promo. He's doing rampage uh marketing and stuff like that. He's not that's, that, ne- that's never stopped the Rock, man. Uh, rampage come literally comes out next week. So that's never stopped the then then WrestleMania is gonna be where he wants to be for people to know that the Rock is in. And you know, here and making noise. He wasn't doing any promo when he showed up last time. <laughs> he was. Where did he show up? He showed up. He showed up last year, right? No, he uh, didn't. No, he showed up with the the Rousey shit three years ago. And he showed up the year after with a flamethrower. Remember that? And he, he faced. Hosted. Eric what are you talking about? No, he faced Eric Rowan. He had a flamethrower. He had tearaway pants. Oh yeah, he he. he it happened twice, didn't it? It happened when he hosted it and happened that other time? No, this is this 32, 32, right before Roman Reigns for Oh, oh man, fuck. Yo, fuck. <laughs> Listen, no, he's not showing up. <laughs> Ain't no you room like for you that sound like, Yo, you, I dare him to show up. <laughs> Ain't no fucking room for him. We good. We good over here. Ain't, he ain't fucking showing up. Go promote I'm, I'm that mar- trash I'm a mark for The Rock. I'm a mark for The Rock. If The Rock, if the rock shows up instead of The Undertaker, I'm happy. Oh, oh wow that so it'd be three times in a lifetime baby but uh yes that that has been our uh wrestlemania weekend predictions we will be back with another huge show uh for you guys next week where we will be running through the takeover card the wrestlemania card monday night after wrestlemania and the tuesday after mania shows as well as anything that pops up or happens uh in between on the a show Thank you guys for rolling with us on this road to WrestleMania. This is the most exciting time to be a wrestling fan. This is literally our Super Bowl, our NBA playoffs. This is our Christmas. We love this shit. I'm going to be locked into the WWE Network and to all other streaming services that will be showing independent wrestling this weekend. Shout out to everyone in New Orleans. Uh, shout out to everyone listening to the show. And if you're if you're if you're a listener, 
bang this show in New Orleans. Turn it up loud. Um, have a great time to be safe out there and be safe if anywhere you are. If you're a listener in New Orleans, there is a an exclusive Finn Balor shirt. I don't even care what it is. I need it. <laughs> I need it in my life. I need it. You should get the uh, Balor Club is for Everyone shirt. I, I'm, I, I'm, I cop that. I'll, I'll get that. I'll, I want to see what they have. Wow. Uh, yes. Yeah, also, so so it's not equality with you. What? What do you mean? No. I'm <laughs> just saying. Like, I want to see what else is there. I just paid. You know. I just. You know. Shout out to Rescue Dogs. I just. You know. Threw it's a- not all about it's not all about equality, bro. It's, you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to contribute just, to Glad. I just. I just donated the Rescue Dogs, man. Uh, obviously, I care, but I don't know if I. You know. I. I don't know if I want to. I just want to. Oh just boy! Wanna, oh I boy! I just want to. <laughs> I, I just want the WrestleMania shirt. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I just want that shirt. Why you do this to me? Yeah, I'm right. just trying to see what you was about to say, but okay, sure. Um, I'm gonna. The WrestleMania gonna, shirt. Isn't that okay? We're going to leave it at that before Emil says something that gets himself in, uh, in this show into real big trouble. <laughs> I hate uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening. We'll be back this week. Not not this week. After this week, we'll be back next week. We should do an after mania show. Um, let's you see ain't doing time. shit. Let's you see what time mania shit. ends, man. You know I'm gonna be tired, man. This is seven hours of it's, wrestling, baby. It's my birthday. The next, like literally the next, uh, the next day. My birthday is the next Monday. My birthday is next Monday. Listen, that's amazing. I'm off. That you know, because I was smart enough to take off the WrestleMania day after WrestleMania. I know what time it is. So maybe we should do yeah maybe we should do that. I'll just let you think. You have your day off, but if we have a if we have a, a show coming up, we will definitely let you guys know. And uh, thank you guys for for listening to the show. And and we will be back, and we will all be watching. You can follow us on Twitter at OG Johnny Five and at Meals TV. That's M E E L Z TV. Where we will be live tweeting for sure. NXT Takeover and WrestleMania from the the presence of our our own homes. Yes, in the Once warmth again. of my own home. Even though it'll be freezing outside because it's fucking spring and it's 40 degrees, but whatever. Ha ha. Anyway, <laughs> see you guys later. Uh, for the A Show. Day. For the A Show, this is Justin for Mills. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Bruce Day. <laughs>